Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Kennedy. Tonight, my co-host, Dave Koch, is a little tied up and cannot be with us, but I am joined by three amazing Mickey Dudes rotating commentators. First, our historian, Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That scares the Navi, and that's not good. <laughs> our, our mouth of the South, Kyle Ostrander. When you're doing a hot dog cookout, make sure you get your wiener too close to the fire. That's the best advice we've heard in a really long time. And from all the way across the pond, Stephen Maxwell. I certainly am surrounded by idiots. And I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> as long as you don't get your wiener too close to the fire, we're all set. Because <laughs> that would definitely be idiotic. But I digress. Gentlemen, today, it's our Father's Day episode. So I'd like to wish all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. And to all of you, Stephen, Kyle, Jeff. You're all fathers, so happy Father's Day to you. I am. Thank you very much. I get, I got lucky. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, you might have a few more out there, but we just we're just you know wait a few yeah. more years. You never know. Just yeah. saying, yeah, be careful. Knock, knock, knock. Is Kyle Ostrander here? No, he's not. Slam the door <laughs> shut. My name's Steve Maxwell. There, you, perfect. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I don't know no Kyle Ostrander. <laughs> but we've all been to the park with our kids, and we all know what it's like, and we all know the great, great moments that we've had, and we know those moments where we're like, why, 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 why am I a father? Why am I in Disney World? <laughs> we've had it. We've had them both. We've had all three. We've had all four. We've had all five different scenarios known to mankind where it's not that easy to be a father sometimes in Disney World. But at the same point in time, there's a million reasons why we love being a father in Disney World. So tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about, one, being a father, and two, being a father in Disney World. Some of our favorite attractions, tips, and things that we really enjoy, or our memories that we've had in Disney World. Sound good, gentlemen? Look, Simba. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. Wow. A king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, Simba, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. And this will all be mine? Everything. Everything the light touches.
So, I'm going to start off right with what's our favorite memory from the world? It could be at any park, any restaurant, it could be at a resort, it could be anything that you, that moment where you're like, oh, this is perfect. I love it. I love everything about it. The smile of your child's face, something. I don't know what it is from where it was, but the moment you just like, yep, this is what it's all about. I love being a dad right here. No pressure, but I'm starting with you, Jeff. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot. Um, I'll tell you what. Everybody who listens to this knows me by now that uh, my favorite park is Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's not a big surprise that I'm actually going to go there for one of my favorite memories. So we, if you transition to uh, Dino Land, I know it gets kind of a bad rap because it's kind of sparse. Uh, some people don't get the theme or the overall story, backstory. But whenever you enter Dino Land, there's a big... Uh, playground and it's called the boneyard and so i know i'm kind of in general when you're you rush 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 at disney we try to avoid the playgrounds it's kind of time killers and it's not the big e-ticket attractions that you're trying to get to but back when we went with little kids we stopped and did the boneyard for the first time and i'll never forget the first time we did the boneyard uh it was such a cool themed uh playground to uh pretend you're a mini archaeologist and so it's it's really it's tiered too. It's got two sides to it. It's got the, the the place to climb on everything and slides and everything. And then there's a rope bridge that goes over the main path, and you come down and there is a giant uh, dig site and with real pebble rocks, uh, small pea gravel rocks that kids can feel like they're really digging up a dinosaur. And yeah, you know, you know, your moms might get kind of kind of rough on that part but us, us dads love to get in there and get dirty with them so uh we just make sure we take the, the shoes off but we've had a, a gr- some great memories there when the, the kids were younger i, I kind of wish i could go back and <laughs> start doing that hey i think i might just do that i'm this coming summer i'm gonna go dig up a dinosaur yeah i was actually about to say that i'm like wait that's just for little kids i'm like oh <laughs> I, I didn't really realize that but you know the funny thing is I, I i do love it there but the problem is is that when they're digging up dinosaurs and my kids normally digging up me because i fell down and they're like oh look at that old guy oh he shouldn't be in here get him out of there <laughs> so <laughs> you know. sir sir yeah yeah that's pretty much pretty much what happens and then i well that's really one of those really fun things about being a dad you get to embarrass your kids they're like oh he's at it again just that's just, the best part yeah, absolutely Dad jokes and embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus. And all, all the dads out there listening, like, they're all shaking their head right now. Oh, yeah. Hey, speaking, right. of, speaking of Dino Land, hey, Jeff, you know why I can't hear a tear down to use the bathroom? How's that? Because the pee's silent. Oh, jeez, <laughs> <Louise>. Nice. <laughs> Let me write case, that one, in, case in point of an embarrassing joke from a dad, but we're all like, oh, that's a good one. you gotta got to remember that one for next time. <laughs> Oh God! I when got I, more. When I go in August, I'm so as we're walking by, I'm so using that. Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> you can, hey, use it all you want. Pass it down uh, from dad, from generation to generation. Atta boy. Right. All right. all right, Kyle. Since since you're giving bad jokes, which are fan, <laughs> fan, fantastic jokes, by the way, um, oh, why don't you. you give me a good memory that you have for being a dad in the world? Um, I think I used this on the last Father's Day episode, but no, no, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. Nothing has changed, so I won't keep. Um, 
uh, last year or last time my boy, my older boy, went in Tyler, he was eight, seven, eight at the time, and he had just gotten to the height where he could basically ride everything. Pat, that's awesome. Um, he's like, I want to ride Tower of Terror. And we're standing in line, and I'm doing everything I can to, to psych him out. I'm like, this thing goes upside down, left to right, through the ground, underground, out the top of the roof. He's freaked out, but he wrote, and he, but he's sticking with it. And we wrote it, and we got out, and it's like, what'd you think? I want to ride it again. I was nice. so proud as a father. That. 24-7 oh yes 24/7. yes and the fact that that was the first ride he wanted to ride the first big kid big person ride he wanted to ride and he loved it and wanted to ride it again I was very proud proud and happy good me- great memory that's that's fantastic I was I, you know I honestly I love Tower Terror and I have the same thing my, my 7 year old Aiden when we went, uh, I want to say in October, he was the same way, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it." And then, and then he loved it, and he he was so excited to do it. So you know, when your kids, especially at that age, right when they're on the cusp of still being little, but almost there to make that that jump to being a big kid with the rides, you know, when they make that that jump, it's it's a pretty cool moment. It's a pretty proud moment. That's for sure. One of my favorite, absolute favorite things about the Tower of Terror is when you walk right outside. There's this Joffrey's kiosk, mm-hmm. and it serves the best iced coffee on a hot summer day. Anytime you drop the 13 floors, you drop into the Joffrey's kiosk, and you're like, yep, thank you. And you, you. got to get there before Rebecca Toon takes her strawberry donut. There you go. Because <laughs> we all know she's going to take yeah. it. So. Wow. But the uh, the cast members at Tower Terror are probably the best cast members on property. Yeah. Oh, I most definitely I agree. You know, they they definitely they they get into the part, and you know, I, I get it, and I understand there's cast members all over the place, and the cast members some love their job, some don't, but some really get into it. And I would say Tower of Terror, Haunted Mansion, those are the top yes, notch ones, that's for sure. And we alert the right. sun as well. <laughs> Can't get any further away for the sun than yeah. uh, Tower of Terror or Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that's true. All right, Stephen, uh, what do you got for a memory for me? Yeah, uh, mine's over at Epcot. Uh, we we usually or used to go in January, uh, which was quite good for us because it was just after Christmas and you'd got that all by and you get New Year and you'd something to look forward to. So I went in January, and usually the weather's okay. It's it's pleasant, it's pleasant enough for somebody in Scotland. But uh, this one time that we went, it was absolutely freezing in Florida uh, to wear joggers and, and to wear a hoodie top, you know. And for some time reason, out, time out, time out, time out. What's a jogger? We we yeah, we need translation. What's a jogger? Right, pair of sweatpants. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Joggers. Much better. Thank you. I right, go go on with your memory. Sorry to interrupt. In the south, they call those dress-up clothes. <laughs> so uh, when we got there, uh, it must have been something to do with the plane or coming across. But we all had the cold, and uh, the first week was absolutely hellish. It was freezing. 
and we really under the weather. You know, we used to go for breakfast, and all all I had, you go for all these, all, all you can eat breakfast, and all I had was a coffee, and that's just no like me. So headed over to Epcot, and my son Andrew, he uh, must have been only about three at the time, uh, scared witless of all the characters. I mean, he's about what two, two and a half foot tall, something like that. And he sees these characters, and as soon as you try and take him across and get your picture taken with the characters, he just hangs on to you, and he starts screaming and just doesn't <laughs> like them at all. <laughs> so we go to Epcot, and we're just heading through, uh, just by the pavilions, just before you get into uh, the World Showcase, and there's nobody about. I mean, it's not a nice day, and... Pluto's there himself, and he's just sort of sitting and down on the against one of the railings, and just sort of nodding his head and he's sort of waving at folk. And we put Andrew down and says, "Right, okay, go and run over to him." He says, "No, no, no." But of course, Pluto, and being the great character he is, he managed to cajole him across, and he was he was sort of on all fours, you know, just playing a bit with with him. And within about five ten minutes. Andrew was running about, you know, just jumping on top of Pluto and, and, you know, he was sitting with his legs sort of splayed out and he was sort of running, jumping over his legs and everything. It was just great to have that sort of break because it went from not liking the characters at all to all of a sudden embracing them and Pluto just brought them right out of himself. So for the rest of the holiday, you know, going to the character and meet and greets, it was great because he wasn't scared anymore and the pictures we got... Uh, at such a young age was great. Awesome. And I yeah, that's that is fantastic. I give I give the cast members so much credit, especially the ones that are in character like that. Because they you're absolutely right, depending on the age, they could be so young and not scared of anything or they can be so young and they could be petrified and not enjoy it, but the characters and the cast members, they 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 really can turn it on and they can really realize and they could read the situation so well that they can get the kids to open up. And they're, they're really, really, it's a, it's a special moment when you see that. And I know it's happened with my kids before. And they were kind of apprehensive. But then, you know, it's like the characters are larger than life. And all of a sudden, you know, they're like, oh, I love you. And you're awesome. And you're just what I thought you were. And you're great. And then it, it, the smiles on their faces is it's tremendous. So you know, that was that was Stephen. You you brought a smile to my face just thinking <laughs> yeah, was, about that. that as was you're telling a story, I'm grinning and Pat's grinning, all proud. I can't see Jeff because half his face is showing, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was smiling. <laughs> but that was a good story. I like that one. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, on to on to mine. You know, I'm actually going to bring my father into this this memory and. My when I first went to Disney World, I think I was ten. Um, I don't I don't think I did anything then either. I think I just hung out. But um, I remember my dad loving Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I thought that was his. He thought it was the funniest ride ever. And it was right after my dad had one of his like three or four heart attacks. He's still alive, by the way. So there, he's fine. Um, and he went on. He went on Big Thunder Mountain, 
And I was like, Dad, I was like, it says you can't. You can't go on this. You have a heart condition. He goes, shut up. And I go, okay. I was like, so that, that, was, typical. that was typical my dad. Just shut up. I'm fine. I'm like, okay, you're fine. Obviously, he's had four or five heart attacks, and he's still alive. So he's doing something, He obviously right? knew better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, I, you know, there's this one picture, and it's it's me and my sister and him in front of um, uh, the – the, the living seas okay and now it's the seas with Nemo and friends back then it was the living seas and I have that picture and then so when I went back probably about four years ago I reenacted that picture with my kids and that to me was you know just kind of like passing the torch but at the same point in time it was like yep this is this is a parenting moment this is a a father to kid moment it's like you know my parents did all they could we weren't the, we you know we weren't the richest people in the world when i was younger we're you know not like i am now but you know i'm a lot better off than my parents were and they still found a way to bring us down there you know they shoved us all in the car we drove from connecticut and you know no seatbelts, no nothing it was i don't know how we survived <laughs> um but you know but we got there and you know and it was just it's just one of those moments so when i showed my dad that picture you could actually see that he actually he got a little choked up because he saw he saw them both and he remembered i remembered and it was just a really cool moment i could have with my dad but then i also was able to have it with my kids down in disney world so you know it was it was pretty special you see that many pictures like that nowadays that folk are going back and reliving you know previous generations uh, it's just so good to actually it's, as you say, it's carrying the torch through. It's doing exactly what you were growing up with and showing, sharing your experiences with your children. Yeah, so hopefully one <laughs> hopefully one of my kids cares enough when they get older, they'll do the same thing. <laughs> when, I was, Those little ch- when I was younger, my <laughs> dad just wanted to go to beer garden and I thought it was the most boring thing in the world, but now I think <laughs> it's the best thing in the world and it has come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, meat. <laughs> schnitzel. Oh, that's awesome. I love yes. schnitzel. Schnitzel's. Sh- schnitzel's. Yes, it is. Schnitzel's. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, hey, Pat. All right. So, how you find yeah. Will Smith in the snow? Um, is this something that has to get cut out later no. in editing? Okay, how? You look for fresh prints. <laughs> so, alright, so Kyle, this is now going to be your thing. You've got to come up with a bad father joke. That's why I told you I know. <laughs> you, better, you, you better start Googling because we got more show to record, so you got to come up with a couple right, more. Well done. Alright, so we just went through the, the, the kind of the sentimental part. Now, you know, let's give a little advice to our, our friends, to our listeners. You know, let's go through some parks, some attractions, and some tips that we could um, talk about to help everybody that's traveling. Obviously, you know, you have those moments, like I said before, like dads, where you're loving life. It's kind of like the memories we just went to. But there's also some things that if we're better informed or we know what's going on, we might have more of those memory moments instead of those moments where you're pulling your hair out. So let's talk about parks, gentlemen. Jeff, what park do you think or would you say is the best park for kids? <laughs> well, it's hard for me to get away from the Animal Kingdom. Um, there's a lot of combinations of uh, rides, shows, and 
the overall animal feel uh, submersion. But I will try to say, as a parent, you're always you can't wait for that first thrill ride to share with these kids, and and they're always hitting those those thresholds, 40 inch, you know, 48 inch. Um, Primeval World is one of those rides that uh, I it's kind of a guilty pleasure for us. Uh, we're a family of four for one thing. So whenever our kids hit the 48 inch threshold, now keep in mind back in the day, my kids couldn't stand any, any rides. It was, it was like pulling teeth to get them to even get on big thunder mountain railroad. But once they hit that 48 inch, there's something about primeval world. It doesn't really, it's not as intimidating looking. It doesn't have that crazy coaster feel. It is, uh, a what categorized as a wild mouse coaster, but it's got enough thrills in it that that just kind of gives everybody the uh, a good feeling going through it, and you know you feel like you're kind of on the seat of your pants. Now, granted, it does spin. I know Steven's probably getting it, you know, throw up in his mouth right now thinking about it, but it, <laughs> but it is just one of those threshold rides that we still to this day get get giddy about riding because it's just it's just enough thrill to just have a a blast on so it's kind of one of those things um obviously we've if you go down around the corner a little bit there's expedition everest and that's when you hit that next threshold and it's a legit coaster and uh that's another little memory maker for a family is and that's ends up being our favorite ride at disney world so animal kingdom is is overall it's hard to beat yeah i i agree i i think if i really think that Animal Kingdom, especially with everything that's open recently with, with the world of Avatar. And I think that it's just becoming more and more of a park that people should be going to. And I, I honestly think that more and more parents with kids, there's more, there's a lot of things you can do in Animal Kingdom. And it's not, it's not just, you know, even Everest, it, it's, it's not the worst roller coaster in the world. It really isn't. And when you go into Kilimanjaro Safari and you have, you know, that's a different ride every single time. There's shows, you know, you can see Nemo, you can see Lion King. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an all-day park, especially with kids. If it's not that hot, that's the key, you know, and you avoid that meltdown. But I think there's so much to do there. And, you know, I am a fan of Primeval World, even though it does make me a little nauseous. I think as the older I get and the more dad-like I get, I think I'm going to have to stop riding it. <laughs> but for now, it's 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 still pretty good for me. So, All right, Kyle, give me a park that you think is good for kids. Um, I'm going to go with Magic Kingdom just for the simple fact that I think it's more recon- the characters is more rec- and the rides are more recognizable for the child. They're watching Disney Junior. They're watching um, Dad's old, mu- old movies, and he can recognize Mickey Mouse and Cinderella and all that stuff, and... Um, they got Goofy's Barnstormer. Uh, he recognized Goofy. And I think they're a little more um, apt and more adapted to go on these kind of rides if they know, you know the characters involved with it. Like Dumbo, for instance, or Barnstormer. They know those guys. It's safe. It's fun. You said Brian. Dad's old ride, old movies. I, 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 I'm looking for a Caddyshack ride. Let me know where, where that is. <laughs> uh, in Chevy Chase, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Or Indiana, I don't know. Nice. You'll get you'll get nothing, and you'll <laughs> like it. Sorry. Oh man, it's in the whole. Oh, God. I, can, I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Oh man. All right, Stephen, what park would you take your kids to? What do you think is really? <laughs> Fantastic. 
<laughs> and again, all the dads, all the dads out there listening, he's like, "Yep, uh-huh. great movie, so good." Steven, what park would you take your kids to? Yeah, about like Kyle, uh, Magic Kingdom, really, just caught it. I mean, from Fantasyland, you know, ever since they've opened up the new Fantasyland, it, it opens up so much for young children, you know, to actually go to. As you would say earlier on about heights, you know, a lot, a lot of kids can't go on the big rides. They look at the big rides and go, oh, I really want to go in that, but they can't. And you've got, you know, you've got Dumbo, you've got the Barnstormer, unfortunately, you've got Peter Pan, you know, <laughs> things like that that you can go on and there's no real height restriction on it, you know, the Winnie the Pooh. And Kyle's right, it's ones that the kids identify with, you know, they can go on, they can have a great time and they can get back and actually tell their, their friends that they rode Winnie the Pooh, you know, and they, they, they sat in one of the, uh, the honeypots going round. Uh, but it's just, it's great, you know, and, and with the interaction of all the characters as well, you know, it, it's what I said earlier on, if you can get by the stage of actually not being scared of the characters, there's that many characters there and you can just get your picture taken with them and they just go all out to try and make your day and I think Magic Kingdom's the best part for, for young children even if you go across to Adventureland and stuff like that you know there's small things like the, the tree house that they can go up you know and look over the top of the park they wouldn't get that anywhere else you know you wouldn't actually be able to do that in another part and really look across and see all the castle uh, and like Thunder Mountain and uh, Splash Mountain at the top of there and it's just I just think it's a wonderful park to be in yeah I agree I know I, I personally I think I do believe Magic Kingdom is is probably the best park for for kids you know with the characters with the with the rides and you know like you were saying with the height restrictions, I can't believe you said that about Peter Pan. How dare you? <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I I think um, I think there's a lot of there's a lot more choices I think in the Magic Kingdom. But I'm gonna throw a curveball, and I'm you know I'm not gonna say it's the best park, but I am gonna say it might be the most overlooked park. But maybe you shouldn't overlook it with your kids. I do think Epcot's not a terrible park to bring your kids. Here's why. Okay, there's most of the rides they can do without much of a problem and you know if you're looking at you know simple rides like spaceship earth you could go into the land and you could do living with the land you can do nemo and friends you could do turtle talk with crush you know these are all really good now bigger attractions you can go over now for frozen everybody loves frozen i think all right not everybody but it made a lot of money so somebody's got to like it um, you know, it's it's kind of like Avatar. Somebody's got to like it. Um, but, you know, and then, you know, you have the three Caballeros. You got a lot of rides in there that I think are really tame and they're really good for kids. But I think if you really want to get them doing something, get them to do Agent P's, you know, scavenger hunt. I really think that that's one way for the kids to be interactive and they're able to go around World Showcase find the things they have to find and it's a great way for them to see the countries do different things be active because we all know that if they're not active they're going to probably blow a gasket and parents dads grab a beer 
while you're kind of going around World Showcase every now or and several. again. And you, uh, <laughs> yes, there were several. Very good. And you could you could be helping out while you're grabbing the cold beer. You know, it, I think it works out for everybody. So I think Epcot is overlooked as a good park for kids because people just think it's too, you know, edutainment and it's just you know it's too much you know learning and all that kind of stuff. But I think Epcot's a pretty good park. For I think Epcot's a perfect dad park. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That the yeah, uh, agent. And- Agent P um, Adventure, whatever it's called, <laughs> it used to be Team Possible. It's I'm always going to think of it as Team Possible, but um, that is, I think, one of the quintessential Imagineering uh, masterpieces. Um, it doesn't kind of hold its value over time, but still, the amount of time and effort they put into to have these interactive things going on, and then you have your little phone or to go around. And what I love about it, and this kind of goes, uh, I don't know, I noticed uh, a lot, but if you can kind of compare the interactivity with that, the technology, it's a little, it's older technology, but the way they space out the people, you're not falling all over each other. If you you've fast forward, uh, kind I don't want to downgrade Universal, but the Diagon Alley and the Wizarding World uh, interactive wands, it literally is people in lines waiting to do the same thing over and over and over and i just love how they have so much kind of overlap and you have to have a reservation time and this that and the other and you really can can run all around and they have it spaced out where more than likely you're not gonna be doing the exact same thing the person in front of you just did anyway i thought that was that's all that was really neat i hope we see more of that going forward <laughs> no, that's quite good that as well because when we went and we did it you, we went to the, the customer services and they gave you a time to actually go, but you actually had to go to a certain land to pick up your your interactive uh, sort of pad yeah. so they could actually play along. So I don't know whether they look to see who's doing what or who's got, if it's where the, the pad's actually available, but it could be a good way to actually disperse the crowd doing that way so that as you say they're not tripping over each other you know doing the same thing and you're actually seeing somebody doing the thing that you're just waiting to do yeah brilliant yeah my my seven-year-old when we go in august he's so excited he's like scavenger hunt yes 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 let's go let's go let's go let's do it and you know he's always been too young to do something along those lines for it to hold his attention long enough and he that's the probably one of the biggest things he's looking forward to this year you know more than anything else all right, gentlemen, you have one attraction to pick. Hey. Only one. Before you all move on. All right, Kyle. Oh, just to let yes. you know, I've, I've been learning sign language. Oh, yeah? It's coming in pretty handy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh, gosh. I got more. Yeah, you better, because we got a couple more, we got, we got a couple more topics to cover. So. Walk up, walk up, oh, walk up. Lord. Oh. Google, Google, Google. Love it. All right, gentlemen, you have one attraction and one attraction only to pick to take your children on. What attraction are you picking, Jeff? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go into your park, uh, Pat, and hit up uh, Ellen's Universe of Energy. Um, it is one of those rides, uh, probably not, we're probably preaching to the choir with our listener base. But it's one of those rides that uh, ends up surprising people. Um, it is a long ride. It's about 45 minutes when you include the, the pre, pre-show. 
but they've really freshened it up with Ellen, um, and it's getting old now, but uh, Ellen, I think, is timeless jokes, um, it, perfect dad jokes. <laughs> Ironically, it's Ellen, but she's she's like the, the queen of hitting those kind of dry sense of humor jokes. Um, but my family love it so much, it's a must-do every trip. And if we miss it, we actually feel remorse. I don't know. It's just weird how it's just become our thing. And um, I'm really kind of nervous about the future of Ellen's universe of energy. But you know, I'm not... You know, things have to change and be dynamic or whatever. And if it becomes Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever, that's fine. But that is one of our quintessential uh, family fun and experiences. I, I honestly truly think if we sent a poll out and said, what's the one attraction you should bring your kids on? That ride you just brought up may never have evoked. <laughs> So I'm a little bit – I'm a little surprised, but I think <laughs> – but I, but but what I'm saying is I think – I really think it's a good ride. I do. And there's a couple reasons. One, everything you said. But two, if you have a young child, the length of it, it's air conditioned. It could be a good – this might go to our next topic, but – you know, it could be a, t- a good time for a yep. nap. Not only, you know, maybe, you know, for the younger, younger children, you know, dads, you might be a little tired yourself, but I, I honestly truly think, I think it's a really good call. And I do hope that they, whatever they decide to do with it, you know, I'm, I'm positive they'll do something good with it, but I, I don't know if I really want them to go e-ticket attraction with something like that. I would like to see in my opinion, you know, them go in somewhat of the similar vein, somewhat of the, you know, education kind of thing, and and where it's more or less a family ride. And I, I, I the more family rides I can get, the better off I am. Maybe that's just because I'm old and I can't handle the, the tougher rides anymore, but I think the family rides are the way to go. So, Jeff, I bravo on that one. It's unexpected, but I agree. I think it's a good ride for kids. Kyle? I got several, but... I am going with the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. It is a air conditioned ride sometimes. It moves. The family is not uh, scary by any means. You can take the whole family on. The wife enjoys it. I enjoy it. The kids are going to enjoy it. So, yeah, that's all I got right there. TTA. See, I like that. The kids are going <laughs> to enjoy it. <laughs> because, you know, that's that's the funny thing. My Every time we go on it, the kids are like, but why? My wife's like, your dad likes it. Stop it. And then when they... Which means mom likes it. <laughs> yeah, mom, mom, mom does like it. And, you know, and when we get on it, they're like, you know, they, they always enjoy it. They really do. And I think they, they like the idea of it going, you know, all around Tomorrowland, seeing Space Mountain or hearing Space Mountain and things of that nature. So they do enjoy it. I think it's another really good choice there, Kyle. All right, Steven, one attraction. What are you picking? Yep. Back to Magic Kingdom. And it's the Tomorrowland Speedway. Uh, kids right the way throughout history have looked at uh, you know driving a car and you're driving your car to work, you're driving them about, you're driving them to soccer practice or anywhere, going to the shops and the one thing they want to do is just jump in that seat and drive, and drive with it so to be able to start or go into a car and be able to drive around don't be wrong, it's a, it's a very very slow loader and you're right in the middle of the the sun and it's sweltering left, right and centre especially when you've, there's a big queue there but it's, it is worth it for your kid to jump in that seat and take the wheel between his hands and then just 
press on the pedal. Uh, it's an experience that they won't probably get, sometimes maybe for another 10-15 years. But uh, I think it's just great, especially when they ram into the car in front of you know, and I know obviously that's not what you're meant to be doing, and it's not, it's not dodgems or anything like that, but uh, they'll remember that for a while, you know, for, for leaving the park. Stephen, worst ride ever. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, this is, but, but, Once yes. they get into the Tron coaster, no. it'll be a hell of a lot better. <laughs> they will make that but, so sweet. It'll be so good. Yes. No, but what I'm... But in Stephen's defense... Worst ride for tall folks. <laughs> Great ride for the kids. The kids enjoy it. I can't stand it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, worst ride ever for me. I hate the smell. I hate the sun. I hate them ramming into it. But golly, I love the smile on their faces when they put the yeah. pedal to the metal. And they're like, oh my goodness, I'm actually driving. And it yeah. is fantastic. It is. That's a dad moment right there with that ride. So love the choice there. I think that's a great, great pick there, Stephen. Well done. And I'm still waiting for the cast member to pass out from diesel fuel, <laughs> diesel fumes, yeah. and uh, and just yeah. heat exhaustion. Yeah, I, I have, I have no idea. If, if, oh, it's been my lifelong dream to work for Disney. Okay, here's your assignment. <laughs> Tomorrowland Speedway. Pass out the first day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, ah, oh, that was great working there for thirty oh, for man. thirty minutes because I just passed out and can't do <laughs> it feel- anymore. I feel sorry for them, and I can understand they're not as uh, cheery as other cast members. I, I understand. Oh. So I'm not getting mad at them. Yeah, no. Good call there. All right, I'm taking... Hey, Pat, before, yeah. before Oh, you yes. Finish, Go ahead. Which state has the smallest soft drinks? Hmm. Uh, I don't know, Kyle. Which state does have the smallest soft drinks? Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, Kyle will be here all week. Tip your waitress. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm going to take all my kitties and my family and my wife and everybody. We're going on Splash Mountain. And I think I think it's the quintessential ride because there's it's long. It's about 11 minutes. It's, you know, full of scenery where, you know, you're going through and, and you could see different things. And it's got music and it's got things going on. And it's got those little drops. And I think it prepares the kids and it gives them that anticipation until that really big drop at the end. And that's the ride where my son, who's seven, who went on it when he was first, when he was four. And that's when he started to realize, wow, this isn't that bad. You know, I'm, I'm going to make it. This is pretty cool. So I think it's a great introductory ride because even after the big drop, you know, you have the big scene with zippity doo dah and the, you know, the boat and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think it, it, it kind of just, you know, once they drop, it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then they all of a sudden a new scene and they're like, oh, this is great. You know, so I honestly and truly think it's a great ride to introduce them into the big kid rides and it's a lot of fun at the same point in time and it's 11 minutes of air conditioning so it gets you out of the heat so it always works I remember we went to uh, Mickey's Not So Scary and for days on end when we went to the Magic Kingdom Andrew was saying so we kept wanting to get Andrew onto Splash Mountain he says no no I said, I'm too scared I'm too scared and we went to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party and we're wandering around, we're getting a candy, and it's pitch black by this point. This is we're walking around, and we get around to Splash Mountain, and Andrew goes, I, says, I want to go in that. And, Are you sure? He says, Yeah, I want to go in that. So we went on it, loved it, 
went back to the Magic Kingdom the following day and were wandering past Splash Mountain. I said, right, we're going to go on this again. I says, what do you mean, again? I says, well, you were on it last night. I says, no, I wasn't. I says, I was on something like Splash Mountain, but it wasn't Splash Mountain. I says, no, honestly, you were on this. I says, but he never went on it during the day. <laughs> oh, you gotta love kids. You have got to love kids. Yeah. And one of the other cool, real cool things about Splash Mountain is if you catch it just at the right time, if you catch it with, you know, well, granted the parade's not out, there's no nighttime parade in Magic Kingdom right now, but when you could see a parade, or if you catch it for the fireworks, that's also another extra added bonus. It's one of those really, really cool rides if you can catch it just at the right time. Alright, gents, to our last thing, and this is probably the one that the dads need the most. We need to give our best tip to avoid those meltdowns. We've all been there. We all have kids. We've all have young kids or had young kids at some point in time. You know, what could we share our best advice? To... Is it a dad meltdown or a kid meltdown? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good point. All right. So whatever, whichever way you want to go <laughs> um, to help avoid those meltdowns or help avoid the child crying. You know, you've seen it all. You see it. And, and, you know, and you think it's ruining a vacation and, you know, try to avoid that moment. So, Jeff, what would you say to all the dads out there that would help avoid those moments? Okay. Um, so I'm always – I was talking earlier about the, uh, the height restrictions on rides and they're hitting thresholds and rites of passage, this, that, and the other. And to play off what Steven just said, um, trying to get him on more of a, a thrilling type ride that, that you can kind of uh, have them blossom on. Uh, I recommend holding off until they're ready to ride the ride. So we've had a couple of stories with our, our firstborn. <laughs> when she hit that 40-inch threshold, we were so excited to get her on like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Splash Mountain, yada, yada, yada. And so for Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, we did what all you know responsible uh, parents would do. We, we bribed her. Uh, so we <laughs> we bribed her with with plush and you know it, and it actually it works really well if you want to get them on it's not a that wasn't a problem it was the fact that the minute she got on she screamed her head off and she and to this day we make jokes about that and she just like screamed not like a fun like I'm having a blast scream like like psycho scream and uh, <laughs> and she came off and she's crying and then she was I would I wouldn't say ruined but she was pretty much. Uh, messed up for at least five years after that on writing anything along those lines. So, uh, ironically, we've come full circle, and now she's a thrill junkie like like Dad. But but it took a while. It took a long while. So we we rushed it a little bit. Probably would have been better off letting her you know come to terms on her on her own speed. <laughs> yeah, but if you let her come to terms on her own speed, you don't have that story right. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> Because that, that's a fantastic story, and I'm envisioning it, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And, you know, so I, I feel the pain, and I understand it, but it's a really good advice. Kind of, you know, let them go let them go at their own pace. Yeah. I see. I see. All right. Kyle, give me a tip. Breaks. Lots and lots of breaks. Whether it's going to back to the hotel room, or we had discovered the uh, child care center in Animal Kingdom one year. And if you've not been in there, it's about 45 degrees cooler than it is outside. They got movies playing. If your kid's sick, they got medicine there. And if you want to take a nap, you can actually take a nap in there along with your child. 
But, you know, just take breaks so your kid's not out there in the 105-degree temp- weather for hours upon hours. Um, cool off and then go back at it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this I was going to go along with something along those lines. You know, pools, pools, pools. You know, especially if you're there during the summer. We go in April when it's warm, but we also go in August. And, you know, we'll hit the parks bright and early and we'll try to get there for rope drop. We'll get a lot of stuff done by, you know, 12, 1 o'clock. And then we're going back to the hotel and, you know, and we're ra- we're relaxing. And the kids are hitting the pools and the kids love the pools. And that kind of just keeps them sane. You know, they, they're not going to want to go commando all day long. They just can't do it. They're just not built that way just yet. You know, as they get older, it's a different story. But, you know, I, I agree 100% with you, Kyle. Breaks and pools and going back to the hotel when needed. Um, or, you know, finding something that's, you know, where you could take a nap. You know, naps are very cool. You know, I know some people don't yes. think they're cool. But I, I, I think naps are awesome. So I took a nap today. Well done, Kyle. Same, so, good I, I, I agree. Uh, if you do take the break during the day and obviously go back to your resort or go back to your pool, this is, it gives you so much aspect for fun later on. You know, like you can do, like, go longer later on. You can go and see what she's going to do, eliminations. Or you can even go to your favourite and go to Fantasmic. You know, things like this that will elongate the day. Fantasmic. <laughs> but, I mean, if you don't do that, they'll, they'll just, they'll crack halfway through the day and when it's six, seven o'clock and you'll miss out on so much more, you know, than than there is at the parks. Agreed. All right, Stephen, what's your one tip? I'll take the father's one then. You know, since everybody's saying about uh, what to do with the kids, I, not a meltdown to as such, but uh, I remember saying that we were going to just stay in uh, one morning and just have a lazy day sort of wake up back at 10 11 o'clock go to the pool and then head over to the parks I don't go to Walt Disney World very often it's used to be once or you know twice or once every two years uh, so I want to try and fit as much in as possible so while everybody's still in their bed here's me up at the crack of dawn 7 o'clock this is jumping, getting a coffee, uh, and then jumping away over to Epcot on the monorail, uh, just to go for, for rope drop. And I was there myself for like three, four hours until I met up with the family. Uh, I know a lot of folk will say that's probably a wee bit selfish, but to actually get away and not have the constant hustle and bustle of the family life and with everybody just wanting to do different things but you having to make a decision you know they wanted to just stay in and just lie in and sort of recharge their batteries but you can sleep when you go home you know constantly there so I met up with them right about midday we went for lunch but um, it sort of took the edge off you know having to and I know it sounds really bad but you know having to please everyone whereas you know I went there well, everybody else was doing their thing, and I just did my thing, and it was great. Never ever done it before, and I would advocate that for anybody if they were sort of teetering on the edge. You know, I guarantee I'm out there. Brilliant, that, that, I, brilliant, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it into mine as well, because what I was gonna say was almost just the opposite of yours. 
is that when everybody's asleep or when everybody wants to turn in early and then, you know, if as a dad, you kind of just want to go, go to a lounge or, you know, yes, sir, or, you know, walk the walk your resort or, or, or hop the monorail or get on a bus and go to a park. That's a it's a great idea. One, it keeps you sane. If you want to go, 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 you're probably built for it a little bit better than the kids. And, you know, I know my wife, you know, she gets tired. I get tired. If I get a second wind, you know, and I want to go, she's like, go, because she knows I'm just, if I'm not going to sleep, there's no point. I'm going to keep everybody awake. You know, so it actually works out really well. And, you know, I think that's another thing. You have to figure out as parents, as a dad, and with your kids, you know, how everybody kind of wants to do their vacation and you know if they want to stay at the pool a little bit longer then let them if they want to you know if one of the kids wants to go someplace and you want to go there if you guys split off for a little bit it's not the end of the world the vacation's not over everybody doesn't have to be doing the exact same thing at all times because especially in my family with six people we're all thinking different things so somebody's not going to be very happy and, you know, you take the time to make everybody happy, everybody's going to be miserable. So doing simple things like that, I think, is a fantastic idea, Stephen. So, I, you know, I think it's it's brilliant, like I said. Yeah, I like that when the wife and kids go to sleep or they're turning down for the evening. I like to go down to the lounge, get me a beer or two, go back upstairs. I'm not gone for long. I'm not leaving. I'm gone for maybe, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes at the most. Go right back, right back up and continue on. Yep. No, I, I I know when we go in August and Dave said he's going to be down there when I'm down there. That's what my wife said already. She goes, we'll go to bed. She goes, you and Dave go out till you know, one in the morning when, you know, park closes. You know, if that's what you want to do, feel free. And I think that's just something that's really going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, maybe I actually will see Finn. No, I won't. I will never see Finn. <laughs> but anyway. You're not missing much. So. All right. Kyle, you got anything else for us, bud? Just to let you know that uh, I've had it with Velcro. I've had it with Velcro. It's a total ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. There you go. Um, well, Pat asked me beforehand if I want to do some uh, something about special needs. Um, I got a special needs child, four years old. He's in the autism spectrum. Um, this next trip coming up is probably going to be our first time him I don't know how to say it right but with this disorder he's got going on so right now we're trying to familiarize him with Disney World the best we can like for instance uh, we're going to the zoo a lot on Sundays and Saturdays we're going out there we're getting out in the heat we are walking around kind of like we would do in Disney World we would go we were eating at the at the restaurants like we would with a special the special meal and seeing how he would how he would react with, with his special meal he brought which is no, nothing near exciting as hot dogs and hamburgers while we order our hot dogs and hamburgers see how he reacted well yes um we go to our local baseball team our local baseball team watch their games which they have a mascot and we get him to interact with the mascot as much as possible which is going just as well because again down in Disney World I don't think it's Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse they're seeing, they're seeing some big creature big huge creature they're scared of so um, I mean those kind of tips work for me with a special needs child they may not work for everybody else 
but it might work for you. If you got something else, please tell me about it. I might need some help. Um, but, but again, the whole break thing, that's, that's probably the biggest thing with special needs child, take them breaks. Read your child. If your child's not having it, go, go back to the resort. We're going back in June and we're going for a week and we got plenty of time to see her. If we got, if we got to miss a fast pass, so be it. We got a week to make it up. And and so and and let the other child, the other child, uh, Tyler, who was eight, and not on the spectrum, not autistic. He's what they call traditional. Um, what's going to happen is we already made a plan. Is me or Mama? I'm going to stay with Jake, the younger one, while Tyler and whoever's not staying goes back out to the parks, goes back to Disney Springs, goes watch the nighttime stuff. That way, we're not totally focused on Jake. And so Tyler can still have a good time, and not and still think he's part, and still think he's, hey, say, part of the family. He's part of the family, you know. But help me out here. No. He's, <laughs> I, you know what I'm trying to say yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Included. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Because unfortunately, you know, the child, the special needs child, you're ninety five percent focused on that child, and sometimes the other child may feel left out. So this is, that's the way we're going to try to get him included as well. So. There, Kyle. Well, um, first and foremost, thank, thank thanks for sharing that. And here's the thing: I, I think everything you just said was so spot on. And whether you know, like you said, with your two kids, and you know, the the, the differences that they they have, and the, and the different things they may or may not have to do. But the idea of one, if you have to miss a fast pass, so be it. You know, and I think that I think it, sometimes it's the mentality that you have to kind of get yourself into with your kids and you know something may go wrong something may not work out just perfectly it's not the end of the world if you miss a fast pass thing you know you know the world will continue to turn and if it doesn't disney world isn't there anyway so we all miss fast passes so that's okay um you know but i think the other thing you said is you know anybody that has any advice anybody that has anything to say you know Share it with Kyle. Share it with us. I, I think that's it. I think dads along, around the world, dads listening to this, you know, we're one big community. We're all in this together. Let's talk about it. If there's something that you want to share, hit us up at the Mickey Dudes on Twitter. Hit us up at the Mickey Dudes at gmail.com and let us know. And, you know, we'll talk about it. You know, it's a great thing. You know, dads unite around the world uh, to really get our opinions out there, get our thoughts out there, get our tips out there. I really think it, it, it's very helpful to all of us, you know, moms, dads, all alike. So, you know, Kyle, thanks for sharing that. And gents, I really enjoyed this show. I think we did, you know, a great job going down memory lane and then, you know, offering our advice and, you know, on different parks, attractions, and then our tips to avoid the meltdown. So let's give our interwebs information out, Jeff. Yes, uh, you can find me at Braindead92 on Twitter, and I'm working on a new project. Um, I don't know how it's going to go, but um, basically it's going to be kind of like a Scottish-English translation. Because um, I just looked up, <laughs> apparently uh, wearing a jogger in public is kind of illegal in 40 states here. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know if people knew that, but we just keep, just you know, PSA. Fantastic, Kyle. Did you hear about the new broom? 
No, I didn't, Kyle. What about the new broom? It's sweeping the nation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Twitter at TurkeyLeg1, on Instagram at TurkeyLeg01, and Facebook at Kyle Ostrander. Full of dad jokes. <laughs> Steven. Yeah. <laughs> Representing the, the island of Scotland, or the island of the UK, and part of Scotland. <laughs> uh, you can get me on SJM Disney on Twitter and Stephen James Maxwell on Facebook. And you can find me at Daily Walt Disney on Twitter, Pat Gennetti on Facebook. You can find all of us at The Mickey Dudes on Twitter. Head on over to themickeydudes.com to see our wonderful blog post. And Kyle, you probably can do when you go in June on your trip, you probably could write more blog posts about that because I bet you you're going to have some tips, you're going to have some tricks, and since you gave the story out, people are going to want to know how it went. So I'm just giving you a heads up. That'd be a great, yes. great, great continuation of... It'll be done. Uh, you're the man, Kyle. Um, so basically, Kyle and I will write blog posts. Also. <laughs> and with that being said, head on over What's to... blog? <laughs> head on over to joffreys.com for the greatest coffee in the world. And if you are looking to buy DVC, head on over to dvcresalemarket.com. Nick and the guys will help you out. I am most definite of it. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and especially the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Thanks for listening, and until next time, have a good night. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon i just i just found a picture of of a dude in college wearing three joggers i didn't know you could do that <laughs>